This is Emma Plotkin from Fringe Review interviewing Nikki Muller and Jason Rosario for Definition of Man. Um, will you tell us what it's about? Definition. <laughs> Definition of Man is what we like to call a sexier, more violent waiting for Godot. It's a two-person physical theater show that investigates the impossibilities and challenges of communication through counterbalancing academic texts and personal narratives. Um, and this is a physical theater piece. Why did you choose to express this through movement? Well, um, initially we we both actually met at a Muay Thai gym. That's how we met. And uh, we were physical people and we're like, we wanted to do something a little bit different, something that we don't get to see that often and that we were interested in. So. And upon creating the show, we decided that that was one of the things we wanted, something physical, something big. And when it all kind of came to be, we really found that in order to really elevate all these words, because it's pretty text-dense, um, we wanted to tell the story physically as well as verbally. So if you take away the words, we're still telling the same story physically. So nothing's there just arbitrarily. It's really there to accentuate the words and the emotion that's going to just end up coming through because of what we're talking about. I also feel like uh, physicality is especially important in this show because it's about balance and sameness, whereas words are dividing. The physicality shows what kind of unity is possible. Jason and I are a man and a woman, and um, generally when you see counterbalancing done, it's done in the circus with an enormous Russian man and a tiny lady who he throws (laughs) around. But we are doing equally balanced counterbalancing. So Jason will base and I'll fly, and I will base and he will fly. And there's actually like a really beautiful message about how similar we are in spite of our gender differences that everybody emphasizes. Terrific. Um, And can you talk a little about your inspiration for this piece? Yes. So the piece actually just stirred up because we were both, when we still are, living in Los Angeles, and we were just kind of a little tired of auditioning for things, and we wanted to create something that we wanted to see, something different and interesting. So we got together and just made the outline, started to quote-unquote co-create it. And then uh, two days later, Nikki came back and had 12 pages done. So (laughs) I was sitting there a little frustrated, perturbed, and just kind of like, what? And uh, upon reading it, I really, really enjoyed it. And I just kind of like, okay, I don't want to talk about this anymore because I'm still a little upset. Let's go away, continue doing the work that we agreed on, and then come together later. And then she came back the next day and had written 30-something pages. (laughs) And... Uh, I didn't know what to say because I got so viscerally angry. Um, I just got up silently and just went back to my stove and kept on cooking. And Nikki was to my left and she was just staring at me and asking, what did you think? What did you think? And without looking at her, I was like, I want to argue with you about it because I feel like you took this away from me. But I love it. And you already wrote the argument. You solved the argument. So I feel like it'd be redundant just talking about it. Um, What do you think is one of the most special things you've gained from working on this show? Um, For me personally, it's um, gaining is just, to be honest, the whole process. The creating of the piece, the producing the piece, finding our director, learning all these new movements, which I'm not an acrobat. I've never done stuff like this before, and neither is Nikki. These are things we learned specifically for our piece, and our coach calls us pedestrian 
But um, it's definitely like his intention was for it to be that way because we're not circus people and um, the way that the piece is written and the way we explore it, it's supposed to be a little uh, dirty, if you will. Um, I think it's really rewarding to see how something that comes out of your brain can really touch other people because that was our goal. We, we were very tired of doing commercial stuff in L.A. Uh, Jason was tired of being called in only for Spanish-speaking things because he can speak Spanish and then being rejected because he's not brown enough. And I was tired of being overlooked as like one of many brunette white girls. We're obviously way more than that. And we wanted to create something that was from us and by us. And we did, and now it started really moving a lot of people because we've come from a very specific place. So it's very encouraging and exciting as artists to actually have something that's so personally fulfilling and also is moving other people. And why did you want to bring this show to the Fringe? Honestly, the, the minute we were done, or I, I guess I was done, the minute <laughs> I had, you know, written the thing in like a bolt of lightning, um, and Jason was begrudgingly talking to me in his kitchen at 2 a.m. We, that was the first thing I said. I was like, we should take this to Edinburgh. Mm. Because um, I've done theater my whole life. I studied theater in Russia, which is where I came up with the idea of counterbalancing in the first place. I was like, oh, we could probably do that. Mm. Um, and everybody talks about Edinburgh as like this mecca for interesting and creative independent theater. Of course now it's become more comedy based, which we didn't know at the time, but this was sort of our way of like fulfilling our greatest dream of bringing the show to where it belonged, like with an audience that was willing to think and willing to engage with something that would be more visceral and more uh, highbrow, I guess. What do you hope is one thing that the audience takes away from this show? Uh, I don't think there's any one thing that I, at least personally, want them to take away. Um, when we originally created the piece and we were jotting down all of our ideas, the first thing I told Nikki is, first of all, we're two sides of the same coin, and then also, whether when the lights come up and the seats are empty or people are crying or they're laughing or they're clapping or they're just sitting there still, like regardless of what it is, like I just want people to feel something strongly enough that they have to move and they have to think and they have to consider. Um, one of the first things that I talked to Nikki about was when the piece was finished is that I felt initially that it was a little too specific to us but then upon looking into it and then performing it initially we realized that actually that specificity is what lets people in and lets them get a little introspective and see things in themselves and the response has been at least in the states and so far out here in Edinburgh has been fantastic with what people have been seeing it's all coming from different angles they're all getting different things and I really think that's what it is at least for me is just I want everybody to feel whatever it is but this piece to ignite that um terrific well thank you so much can you tell us where we can see the show and at what times sure it is at Greenside at Infirmary Street in the Mint Studio and it's playing at 1125 every day except for Sundays so please come out and check us out Thank you so much. Thank you.